Hey guys, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Andrew Pajes, your host, and you guys are listening to the Pajes Podcast, also known as Hashtag Vibe with Pajes. Oh yeah, I got the introduction right. Today we got a co-host today. He's an amazing person, a friend of mine for how many months? Like, it's like 10 months. 10 months. Wow, 10 months? Yeah, just wow. about. 10 months, that is, 10 months. I mean, he's here to talk about his story, his experiences, guys. This podcast is made especially for you guys, people who want genuine experiences, genuine people, and a genuine me. Um, so yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself. Say your name, your major, and what you do, uh, what you're doing at uh, this place that we call DBC. Uh, my name is Sibs. Some people know me as Chips, and I'm a, I'm a comp sci student here. This is gonna be my third year at DBC, but it's only gonna be like one half of a semester because half the classes I need to take are no longer required by the school I want to go to. So mm-hmm. I'm only here for the fall semester and spring semester. I get to do whatever I want. Mm, that's an interesting plan. So wait, what school do you want to go to? Uh, UC Santa Cruz mainly. UC Santa Cruz. Yeah. Okay. Is there a specific reason why? Mainly because that's the only UC that does not require physics. <laughs> Sorry, you just need to check on water. <laughs> okay, that's fair. No, because you don't have to go through the requirements. Yeah, physics is mm-hmm. like fun, but way too hard for me in my mm-hmm. tiny brain. Okay, you say tiny, but you're a comp major. Yeah, it's just like in physics sense, it's bad. In coding sense, it's good. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. So let me ask you this: What do you like about comp sci? What, what, what intrigued you about this major? Because I can, definitely can't do it. Oh, one of the things about comp sci that I love is like mm-hmm. it's solving a problem, but it's not just like solving a problem in just one way. There's like millions of ways to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. And being the most efficient at it is one of the best like aspects of comp sci. Like especially mm-hmm. when I code with my friends, we have like yeah. multiple solutions and we all are competitive about it in a sense. Really? Of trying to solve it the best way possible, whether it be like readable code or uh-huh. one-liners that do everything at once for you. Okay, all right, all right. So here's the test. <coughs> talk to someone. So for me, who does not know anything about ComSci, okay. talk to me in like, a, in like a certain language or a certain way that you talk to your friends and try to like have me understand it. In, in what sense? I don't know. Like Understand ComSci? Like, yeah, com- or like a project. Like if you're working on a project, how would you talk to your friends? So like, let's say tic-tac-toe, for example, right? Mm-hmm. If you were to make tic-tac-toe with your friend, mm-hmm. you'd first want to print out the board. You'd first... To, to a computer, you need to tell it to do everything. Yeah. So first, you need to like make a function that, I guess, prints out the board for you. Okay. And you need to, to figure out when someone wins or like whose turn it is, yeah. like this player's turn, that player's turn, manage those things. So it's like a whole big scale. It's like you have to check for rows, check for columns, if people win with diagonals, and if people didn't win at all. So like there's multiple functions <laughs> and sets yeah. that you need to work with one another. Okay. And you need to make it efficient and readable. Because uh, it could it could work, right? Yeah. But if you yeah. can't read it, what's the point of making it? Oh, interesting. So can only so yeah, you need a group of people to make this kind of stuff, not just one. Or one person can make it. One person can make it, but it's more fun with a group. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to big scale projects, you can't do it alone. Like mm-hmm. startups usually have like at least five people probably working on everything. And wow. then as the company grows more and more, you have more people manage different stuff. Uh-huh. Stuff like uh-huh. that. Interesting. So what's like the easiest type of Oh, the easiest language in your opinion, the easiest language to learn in uh, like coding? I only know two languages right now, which is C++ okay. and Python. And Python is really easy compared to C++ because uh-huh. you literally write out everything. It's like English almost, in a oh, sense. Almost. So almost. If, I, if I were to learn it right now, Python? I'd be like an expert because it's like English. You could learn it like within a month probably, yeah. Hmm. But like, since I transitioned from C++ to Python, it's way easier because I know how to think like a computer, basically. Yeah. yeah Instead yeah. of like, because at the end of the day, all languages work together like in the same way. It's just basic syntax in terms of what you type matters. Yeah, interesting. Okay. So 
I'm just, I'm just trying to wrap my head around everything you're saying because I'm like I said I'm not a compliment major. I'm, yeah, you know I'm just a compliment. <laughs> but um, so for for going to like the students and in, in specifically, I go around the campus. I don't see a lot of comp sci majors. If they are, they're like sitting in the cafeteria. Yeah, like just around like in one huddle or something. It's a tiny it's a tight knit group. Huh? It's it's hard to find people that are sociable in it. Let's say because uh-huh. everybody that's most people that are comp sci major go to yeah. school do their schoolwork and just go home. They don't really stick around and do clubs and stuff. There's new clubs on campus though, like DV Hackers, DV Coders. Yeah. But they're tight-knit group, like you said. Interesting. Is it, do you think that's like that in universities too? I have no, I hope not. <laughs> I, <have not. laughs> I want to go to UCSC. Hopefully there's some people there that are social. I've met one person, his name's Anoop. He's from UCSC. He no, told me all about it. the program and stuff. So it's okay. pretty cool. That's cool. I know another new, but that's not the same person. Okay. But okay, that's, that's really interesting. So in terms of like goals, aspirations, and I mean, where you're headed, I know you mentioned Google. Yeah, I, I do want to work for Google because uh-huh. one of my friends works for them right now. Yeah. And he gets to travel the world for free, basically, while working okay. at different sites. Like he's been to India, Japan, uh-huh. China, uh-huh. all for free, just working with Google. And now he's based in Japan. I see. So that's he gets to live in Japan for free. Uh-huh. And one of the most, one of the things that I met him through was DDR, Dance Dance Revolution. Okay, you had to tell me that story. Okay, Dance Dance Revolution, like, yeah, is yeah. a game where you just stomp on arrows to the beat. Like, it's not just random. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there is a beat to it. That's why it, people are so good at is it. Is it a Japanese game? It's a Japanese it's game. A Japanese game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's American songs in it, American words, so you can understand a little bit. But it's, like, uh, it's a really good game because it connects everybody through music. Okay. And it's the music is really nice and gets you pumped up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so like for so for those of them who don't know what it is, it's like you stomp on the arrows, and then like it'll prompt you to stomp on the arrows. Yeah, according to the beat, basically. Like okay. there's a like red notes in that game are yeah. on beat, blues are half notes, it's like uh-huh. half beat. Yellow arrows are quarter beats, and then green arrows are eighth hey, beats. You know this to the team. <laughs> yeah, because I, I play awesome. it regularly. Yeah, <laughs> you, you need to know it to stay on beat. Like, yeah. Otherwise, you you can't just like. If you try to do it just by looking at it, uh-huh, you'll mess uh-huh. up eventually because you won't be on beat. It's yeah. way easier to do it on beat, especially if you know the song. Oh, interesting. And okay, before you go into DDR, but go ahead and explain that story that how you met that dude. All right, so I met him through DDR, and yeah, like yeah. he was worse than I was when he first started. <laughs> but like okay. ever since he's been working for Google and like traveling the world, uh-huh. and especially since he was based in Japan, he's better than one of my best friends who's been playing the game for like three years okay so like an expert in yeah he's really good now because like he literally codes with for google right mm-hmm. and he has whenever he takes a break he just goes play around at the google machine google itself google has a cab it's, yeah they have, a, own they have their own cab because they have a lot of money so they just get one <laughs> <laughs> so like whenever he wants to take now a break no you want to work at google <laughs> low-key yeah, that's one of the reasons yeah, like, yeah. it'd be nice yeah, to like yeah. just take a break and just stomp wow. on some arrows when you're stressed out <laughs> This code is trash. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't want to think. You just want to play yeah, to the beat. It's a good way to relax. That's good. That's good. So you, I'm not, I'm just curious about DDR. We're gonna to switch topics, but but DDR, do you think it's like you think it's a healthy habit? Dance and Revolution. If you can afford it, yes. If you can afford it, it costs money to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of like a PS4 or Xbox, or am I thinking from a different? No, it's more like credits. It's like an arcade machine. Like actually, like back in the day, it was yeah. quarters. Now it's credits on a card. Damn, how much is how much does it cost to like play what one session? One session is six point four credits. So like a dollar sixty four cents? No, or like I don't know how the conversion rate works, but I know I know twenty dollars. No, thirty dollars gets you one hundred fifty credits. Okay, okay, and that's like so the that's, best deal. 
Dang. Uh, me and my friends get $100 every time I go. <laughs> really? Because that's the best deal. You get like 500 credits plus 150 more. Okay. So, so you get, get 100 credits when you go. Or, 100, or do you pay $100? I pay $100. Oh. And then I get 650 <laughs> credits. Really? Which lasts like two months usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me. My friends go like a lot more. Like I have this friend named Noah. Uh-huh. Who is going every day for four hours a day? So every two weeks he spends a hundred dollars at DDR somehow. Really, and He's, this is like the mall. That this is right, right across, across the street. street. I need to go check that out. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, with this DDR thing happening, does it usually happen in the morning or like just? No, late night, night usually because everybody has work during yeah, the day yeah. or school, and, and then at the end we just all gather up and hang out at the machine, and people go up there, people talk, pass the time. Yeah. It'll be like four hours gone by in a flash because you're just playing games, you're hanging out, having fun. Uh-huh. And then after, we usually go for dinner. Wow. Sometimes, yeah. Okay, so how do you... I'm, I'm curious. How did you get addicted to it? How did I get addicted yeah, to it? Yeah, what was this? like your past story before DDR? Okay, really? so um, this was high school. Yeah. And this is when I got my first job, my first car, mm-hmm. and everything like that. So I could finally travel out. And I had money to do mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of my best friends, Jalen, right now, yeah. he was the, like the first one I saw at the dance games be really good at it and i was just sitting there astonished at how <laughs> good like, he was at it and i was just like i like the music i like how it goes let's see if i could do this yeah and then i tried it out and everything and it was pretty fun and then i took him a while me and him bonded because of ddr essentially oh, wow. like we got really close because of the game because he was really good at it and i had the car to get us to it <laughs> <laughs> it was like uh you need one to make the equation exactly he helped me out i helped him out like okay. it was like a mutual thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was pretty nice cool. got close with him like that and then summer happened after uh high school ended uh-huh. and i was just working but then like i had no hobby per se because i got tired of video games like at home video oh, games okay like the ones you play on, like, yeah i got tired of that because i've been playing that for like Five years probably. Yeah. What you what games did you play? Uh, mainly like Call of Duty, FIFA, NBA stuff like that. And you don't play them anymore? Not anymore. I don't even have a console anymore. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. But I got tired of those games and like also this was a form of exercise, which was yeah. nice it to is. see. Yeah. yeah. And at the time I was like getting into fitness, I wanted abs. <laughs> so I was like <laughs> talking about yeah, yeah yeah exactly. It's like it's like a form of cardio. Like really, like after every session I play, I am sweating like crazy. You and, go that hard. Like, yeah, and the foot. Where, like, you're, yeah. you're clenching your abs. <laughs> Not clenching. It's just moving my feet and sweating a lot. Okay, okay. And, like, the best part of this is, like, at the end of the, each song, it tells you how many calories you burn in that song and then in your session today. And usually when we're done by the end of it, it's, like, 1,500 calories gone. Wow. Yeah, it gets tiring. Man. But, like, you don't realize it until the end because you're mainly playing a game, essentially. Yeah. Like, your mind you're doesn't register the fact that you're it. tired. And like at the end, the song will stop, and we just like drop to the floor and pass out just a Dude, little bit. That's sometimes, awesome. are there are there tournaments for you? There are tournaments, yeah. Like like uh, I, as big as like an esports scene. There's or a no, there's a like, big tournament no. in Japan called KAC Konami Arcade Championship. Okay. It usually happens in February. Oh, and Konami. Yeah. I'm familiar with that. That's yeah. the those are creators of DDR. Okay. Yeah. So I they they host a tournament every year. It's the biggest yeah. tournament, and they usually. Have the more, the best players in it, wow. and it's in Japan in February usually. Dang, it's like a big ass convention. Yeah, with and it's all Japanese people. And one of the one of the KAC winners from 2017 yeah. actually goes to round one. No way! Every really? Wednesday night, you can see <laughs> him at round one. I have he's, met the dude. He is scary, but he's one of the most genuine people scary. ever. Yeah. Why? Why? Why is he scary? Um, he's just he's like scary. he wants to get scores. Yeah. So he wants it like to be perfect around him. Okay. In terms of how he wants the environment. But like 
Really? But like, if you want to have fun and like scream a little bit, he just look at you like, "What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> I'm trying to get a score over here." <laughs> he's like, "You guys, he's like, you, you guys are like amateurs compared to the game." We are no, like legit, and not just that, not just the KC champion, like KC uh, participants also like Funga mm-hmm. goes to the machine a lot too. He's he's really nice dude, genuinely. Okay, is Funga the, his actual name or no, 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 it's not Funga. <laughs> his actual name. Yo, what's it's up, just, Funga? No, I call him Funga because <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know his actual name, but. The guy that won KAC's name, his name is Chris for life, but his uh-huh. name's actually Chris. We just call him Chris. Okay. Chris. It's, not, yeah. it's not like Funga, which is like out of there. Yeah, so, okay. That's really cool. Yeah, cool. but meeting him was amazing. And like seeing him play was even, he has like some of the world records on uh-huh. that machine at round one. Of course one. it does. Yeah, it's, it's nuts seeing that. It's no, like, would it be possible for you to break the world records? No, not on the songs he plays. Like I, I have I have machine uh-huh. ones a couple here and there, but it's like song no one, no one plays, so I have it. <laughs> You try to okay. I see. You no, it's right. not that. It's just like for warm-ups, I'll pick a random yeah, song, and no one has played it, so I'll get machine one no matter what. That's interesting. So yeah, I don't know like the technicals and everything of like DDR, but in terms of like your surroundings and the environment, does that take a like a take a toll or take a well, big influence on how, your gameplay? Or I don't even know. like yesterday when I went. Right, yeah. it's just it was Memorial Day, yeah, so it's I did crowded. I knew there was gonna be a big crowd, so yeah. I went to DDR per se. <laughs> But then, uh, like, it was a bad idea also because mm-hmm. there were so many people that are, like, in my peripheral that it distracts me from actually listening mm-hmm. to the song and, like, going to the beat because they're making, especially the kids, I hate kids at arcades now because <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're so loud for no reason <laughs> when I'm playing and I'm just, like, trying to hear the song and I just hear <sighs> across and I'm just like, you miss a beat. No. Exactly. I'm just like, why? Why are you screaming? <laughs> I'm trying to play the song. Wow. No, that's, that's, that's interesting that you say that because... I mean, I never, well, I went to a kid like maybe like three, yeah, a few times when I was a kid. I never played DDR because I was always embarrassed to be on that, yeah. that platform, right? It's kind of like dancing. It's actually like, it is dancing. It's supposed to be dancing. Yeah, yeah it's in supposed a sense. to be dancing. Yeah. So like, you know, when you hit the beat, and you, I guess, does it make a sound when you miss a beat? Like, eh. No, it doesn't. It just, it just resets the combo meter. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, because like, you got to get used to your body moving. You know, like, it's weird feeling, yeah. It's like one of the one of the, like the biggest rookie mistakes you can tell yeah. right off the bat is when people stomp on an arrow, then they go back to the middle of the pad. Oh, yeah. Usually you're just yeah. supposed to leave your foot there for the next arrow. But people step on an arrow, then go back yeah. to the middle, step on like you're wasting energy when you shouldn't be. Why do people do that just to reset? It's just reflexes, probably. It's just um, like to look like they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so when I see someone do yeah. that, and their person, their foot just goes back to the middle, you're like, yeah. Unless they're playing like a like a shock arrow song. Like yeah. shock arrow is like when you're not supposed to have foot on any arrow. Uh-huh. That's the only reason you want to be in the middle. There's songs like that? Yeah. Where you know you can't t- step on any pad. How do you point? It just goes up and you just can't you just can't be on any arrow, so you get oh. one one point like that basically. Okay, and yeah. is that part that's like part of a song or that's a whole song? It's a part of a song. Okay, it's not, just, saying, like, not the whole song. <laughs> so I just imagine the whole song, a guy just standing. Like no, there is a part of a song where, like, for ten seconds you get yeah. a break, where it's just shock arrows. But after that, you go into drills and everything. Interesting. So, like, what are the terms? I'm, I'm curious. The terms for each part of the song, because you like, what do you, you, like you, you said, there's like a what was it called? Shock. Shock arrows are where you can't really be on any arrow at all. Okay. Shock arrows are because Konami knows that when we play, we leave our foot on the arrows, so they like no, you got to reset basically. Uh, okay. That's that's one thing. And then there's red arrows, uh-huh. blue arrows, yellow, yeah. green. And holds. There are holds also where you just leave your foot on the pad itself. Yeah, and then it just like it's yeah, kind of like it guitar hero, like Ooh. exactly like guitar hero. Yeah, interesting. Do people do like interesting like moves where they do backflips or like? Yeah, there are freestyles to it. Yeah, really. Yeah, there's a there's a 
group called Freestyle Takeover, and their motto is putting the dance back in Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, that's sick. Which is pretty nice, yeah. They go to tournaments. Tournaments also have, like, a freestyle section uh-huh. for people that just want to dance and have fun and everything. So how does the freestyle work? Because I know, like, there's always, like, that combination probably. Da, 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 da. Yeah, so freestyling is, like, you know how when I play, I only play with four yeah. arrows, right? And yeah. I'm on one side of the screen. Uh-huh. Freestyling is usually where people, doubles players shine because there's eight arrows on the screen. Yeah. And they can use the whole pad, basically, oh, wow. to move around left and right. And, like, when they do freestyling, they hit the arrows with, like, their knees, their elbows, their hand, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. It's, like, all, all part of their routine. Like, it all goes to the oh, beat. Okay. So it's pretty interesting. They're not just dancing like and missing the arrows. It's yeah. like it's with the purpose it's of perfect. hitting the arrows so also. It's like you're performing or you practice it first with your partner and then you go perform it. But like there's specific ways you can yeah. go and hit it. Exactly. The only freestyle that I know per se is on, on a song called Sunkiss Drop. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you saw it on like the Instagram. I probably did. Yeah, where I, I like spun basically when, as the song went I on. I remember that. Yeah, that, that, that was yeah. the only time I've done freestyling, basically, when I was, like, spinning, because I knew yeah. the, what the song was like. Okay. But before you freestyle, you have to know everything about the song. Yeah, right? essentially. It. And it's not that hard to, either. Usually, songs that you freestyle to are, yeah. like, one minute long, so they're not that long. And they, you usually do not play it on, like, a hard difficulty. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's hard to freestyle on hard difficulty. It's usually, like, an eight or, like, a seven. Okay, with the difficulties, there's, what, easy... So there's basic, basic, which is the blue one. That'd be me. Okay. Oh, no, wait. Before that, there's beginner. I oh, forgot about beginner. Me. Beginner. <laughs> Beginner's like baby blue. Okay. Basic's orange. Okay. Difficult's red. Uh-huh. Expert's green. And then there's challenge, which is purple. Wow. Which one are you on? I'm like, well, like an, I'm like an expert, probably. An expert? expert yeah. Wow. On average. Like 15 to 16, I could probably do. That's pretty good. And the charts go from 1 to 19. 19 yeah. is the hardest ones right now. And there's only like 6 19s, I think. Okay. In the world. Are these, I'm assuming like these songs because you can pick your difficulty depending on the song right yeah yeah but some songs like uh i told you like how basic is like the easiest right but some songs the basic starts at like nine really yeah and some songs like experts started is nine it means a song that go like like super fast yeah some that's not what the difficulty is based on because i'm all i'm relating it back to is my percent or my uh Experience with Guitar Hero, yeah, where it's like super fast, da, 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 and then then you experience like orange, whatever. Yeah, there's gimmicks basically. Yeah, oh, okay. The yeah. the speed of the song doesn't determine the difficulty. It's like what's know. in it because there's the thing called speed mods in the game yeah. where you can adjust the BPM to how you want to play basically. Isn't that cheating? No, no, no. Those, that's allowed. That's allowed. It oh, makes the game more fun. Like really? DJ used to be like just one speed everybody plays. That's why yeah. it was like so hard yeah. to adjust everybody because not everybody have fun. Mm-hmm. So now you could adjust it to like your own liking. So like a one eighty song, uh-huh. I usually turn up the BPM times three, which is around like five fifty. Where you're just like where it just go, that's why the songs go up so fast. Basically, uh, okay. like the arrows go that. faster. The reason people do that is because. When you have the song go at one speed, right? Yeah. You see all the arrows at once. Uh-huh. So like you need to, your brain isn't processing it fast enough because uh-huh. it's like too many arrows, right? Too many arrows. <laughs> so when you turn up the speed, like the arrows have to come at a certain speed for you to like keep up, right? Yeah. yeah. So the arrows are split farther apart. Oh, so exactly. there's less on the screen for you to focus on so you could hit the notes better. And that's why they increase the BPM. Yeah, that, until a point where you can't read it anymore. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you, don't, you don't want to be missing the entire time. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. So wait, so you've been doing this for how long? Like on and off. So I did it for like two months consecutively, okay. but then ever since college started, like off and on for like a year, or no, two years, two years, a year. Okay. Two straight, two years. April twenty seventeen is when I started officially. Oh wow, two years. So would you say you're like a really good dancer then? If you could do DDR, okay. If can you correlate this? If you can do, if you are like an expert at DDR, do you think you'd be like actually a good dancer? 
like RL, like real life doing. I know how to go to the beat, but like dancing wise, <laughs> I wouldn't say I was I'm the greatest per se. Because I'm I'm just wondering like the correlation between like DDR. Yeah, it is dance dance revolution. You're dancing, yeah. and then actually like you know dancing. No, I, I would not correlate those two. You'd have great stamina, and you could know how to go to the beat, but that's about it. <laughs> that's At the end of the day, like actual dancing is more hand movements, also. Uh, there's no hand movement. You guys don't do. No, we're holding the bar the entire time oh, to not lose yeah, balance. Cause you guys are like, <laughs> yeah, because if we don't hold the bar, we we go down. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I'm gonna switch topics because now everyone knows that you're into DDR. Yeah. So if you guys know, if any of you guys are interested in DDR, <laughs> hit up Sibs because he's an expert. Um, but working out. I know you're a big guru oh, on that. I'm not really a guru. It's been like a a road of failures and successes, uh-huh. basically, in okay. terms of working out. Hey, I, I feel like that's a guru in a, in a sense because in yeah. your own journey, you got to fail and you know succeed. Yeah, especially when I first started, which was, I think it was junior. Yeah, it was junior year yeah. summer. So summer of 2016, when like Pokemon Go was big and everything. <laughs> like, Just walking out. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's the summer I started working out. And like... At first, it was amazing, dude. Like, yeah. the progress you have when you first start out is, like, ridiculous. You feel like Superman. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, you have, like, no muscle. So uh-huh. anything you do essentially helps you out. You never yeah. hit a plateau, basically, in the beginning. Yeah. Like, I weighed 145 back then. And I replaced all the fat, basically, with muscle because I was just, I was eating the same, but I was working out. Yeah, you were so, so it was out. Like, so it was, like, just helping me no matter what. Until uh-huh. like halfway through the year, and just like you see no progress. Yeah, and you want to the peak. Yeah, you start to peak exactly, and like you need to change something up. Like either eat more or not, not really do more because you're already doing as much as you can. But yeah. like eating, eating has been the single most hardest thing about health, I guess for me. Okay. Because okay. working out is easy. You just go to the gym, lift a couple pounds up, and yeah. easily just get your body pumped up. It's uh-huh. just eating right has been like the hardest part about gaining muscle, I guess. Interesting. So. Yeah, I know there's like the myth. Everyone has their own opinion on this. What's your like percentage-wise nutrition and like workout? Working out. Okay. So Where does it weigh in terms of having like a your body that you want? So my my answer to this is because like for let's say this semester specific specifically, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I uh, I got abs basically, yeah. and I did not work out as much as I did before. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like seventy thirty. Oh, yeah. So 70... 70% nutrition, 30% working out. Because, like, I legit did not work out as hard as I used to, but I've yeah. watched my diet the most, which helped okay. me more than working out twice as much ever did. Interesting. So if you want to lose weight... Yeah, I think you'd look at diet more than exercise. Exercising helps, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, it'll yeah. definitely boost up the thing. But if you exercise and you eat, like, crap, you can't really, like, yeah. see any progress. That's very true. No, yeah. I, you're ta- we were talking about... Uh, what is it called? In- intermittent fasting. Yeah, intermittent fasting. Yeah. yeah. And... Man, I try. I'm trying that right now, and I know you've tried that before, but like it works. It works, right? It works. Like, like you start to see like your belly fat start to go down. You exactly. See like abs, you're like, yeah, that's what it's that's what it's about. It's that slow grind. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a it's definitely a journey. But my question to you is, why did you start? Why why did you start working out in the first place? Like, what made you? What motivated you? Like that first time that you went to the gym, the first time you was like, you know, Sibs, I'm gonna work out. One of the this is gonna sound funny, but like, I'll, me and my friends were just bored. Like essentially, <laughs> like it wasn't even like like okay, I told you, right? We got cars, yeah. we got jobs, we got money. So we're yeah, like, yeah. what do we do with it? <laughs> and we're like, let's go work out, get our get better buys and everything. But like at the end, it was like a sense of learning how to discipline myself. I guess. That's deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it was like it was like a process of discipline because like if you want a good body, essentially, and like if you want 
people like res- not respecting, but like if I see another person that works out and like has acquired like great physique, right? Mm-hmm. I know exactly what they've gone through, and like you could relate to more people yeah. that have their stuff together per se. Okay. Because they've gone through the discipline that you're going through right now. That's true. And That's they've true. gone through the ups and downs. And one of the best things about, like, the working out community is everybody's super nice. Uh-huh. Like, the first time I was in that gym, like, I asked for help from somebody. Yeah. They explained to me everything I needed to do. And they told me about a YouTuber that I watched to this day. Really? Which, which gym it's, is this? Huh? Is this 24? No, no, not 24. This was a gym in Martinez. Uh, the one I used somebody. to live to. Damn, 24 is nice, too. Somewhat. Somewhat, somewhat, yeah. yeah. No, because yeah, I, I go to twenty four. Well, no, I don't go to twenty four. I go to nineteen, but I go twenty four, like sneaking in a little bit. Yeah, twenty four. Their security is so bad. Well, yeah, I, I think at graveyard shifts, especially like they don't just, care. They don't care. They're yeah, just, especially because there's like five people in the gym total. Yeah, upstairs and downstairs. They'd be like, yeah, whatever. You can go try it out. But yeah, no, going back to it, it's like I, I personally never really experienced someone saying, "Hey, you're doing this wrong," or if I ask for advice, like, "Oh yeah, you know," they go into depth without talking about it. But definitely the fitness community, I think it's pretty close if you get, like, in touch with – I guess you have to make the first move. Yeah. If you want friends, you got to go out and get it because, yeah. like, other people, like, they have their own agenda. And yeah. if you want help, ask. They'll be happy to help you. But, like, they won't really, like, go out of their way to help uh-huh. you, I guess. I get that. I get that. So – and that's why I asked you for help when I, uh, you know, wanted the six-pack. I was like, yo, Sibs, I'm turning fat. You know, <laughs> turning like, fat. That was like a that was right after you went to McDonald's and got was. <laughs> Yeah, you remember the day? Uh, yeah, I just got I just got back. Just tell the story. I got back from McDonald's. I was sitting in my parking. I was sitting in the parking lot. Like, says we had a meet up. Like, where you at? This was after my whole like term ended too. With yeah, with president. I'm like, I was just yeah. like, you know, what? I'm gonna get some McDonald's. I'm gonna enjoy it. I bought, I bought, dude, I bought like a Big Mac, like some nuggets. I bought like fries. I was like, dude. Uh, and you got boba. That and was I got bad, boba bro. on top of that. I was feeling it. I was, I was bad, like, dude. And I was super motivated. I, I remember <laughs> you telling, telling me, I was like, you know, from this day on, I'm going to get fit. No more bad things. No yeah. more stuff. I mean, unfortunately, I had boba like literally the next day. But like after that. It was, hey, it's tiny setbacks. Tiny setbacks. Yeah, tiny setbacks. Yeah. I, I think that's the base thing. But I mean, I'm going to go deeper into this for college students, right? Is there any like, have you ever had a a very great setback or something like that set you back in your college career or young adult life. Yeah. Like, you, can think of you, have. you don't have to share it, but like, how did you come back from it? How did I come back from it? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Whether it's mentally through a hobby, through a friend, through. It's mainly struggling with my friends. Really? It was in comp side and okay. uh, we were all struggling on this project over and over again. Mm-hmm. And like the biggest lesson was to like take a break. Don't burn yourself out on the fact that you failed. Yeah. Instead, of like, take a break, step back, look at what you messed up on, try to fix it, and if you don't fix it, seek help. Interesting. And we That's seek help between one another, basically, because okay. I got some stuff that he did, and he got some stuff that I didn't, yeah. and we basically helped each other to get the final project down. Okay. Okay. See, that's interesting that you say that because I know some people who would say otherwise, like, hey, you know, like, I I failed, right? And I'm just, I'm not going to take, I keep failing over and over again. I'm not going to take a break. And I'm just going to keep grinding over and over again. And for you, you say to take a break. Take a break. Yeah. Take I've learned throughout the years. I can't study for 10 hours straight. Like yeah. when I tell people I've been studying all day, it's like a mix of studying and uh, going on my phone and <laughs> yeah, talking to people. It's not just me studying constantly for 10 because I burn myself out. Uh-huh. And I know for a fact, I will not retain any of that information. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So like knowing yourself at, at the foremost, like you knowing yourself, knowing that you can be overwhelmed easily if you take up the task of like 10 hours of studying. Yeah. And breaking that 
into like segments. Yeah, exactly. Of rest time. That's interesting. I never really thought of like rest as like the equation to success. You know, but to me, that that that's one of the biggest things I've learned so far. Okay, as a college student. So your advice to all college students right now would be that rest. Don't burn yourself Don't out. Burn like, yourself. Uh-huh. try not to stress out over things you can't control. Especially the future. Like, do what you can now for the future. Mm-hmm. Don't try to think about failing in the future when it hasn't happened yet. Because okay. I'm guilty to that. Yeah. Like, I especially, like, not transferring. Like, I, I know I'm going to transfer, probably. But I keep thinking in the back of my head, like, what if something goes wrong and everything? Okay. It's just, like, something goes wrong, I can't really control it. If I try my best, I can to do what I can right now. Yeah. So whatever happens, happens. Oh, wow. So you kind of just, like, let it, let <laughs> life take its course after you've done your work. Yeah, after I can do anything I can to impact it, mm-hmm. I don't want to stress out about it per se. Interesting. So you're not one of those people who like overanalyze things. So you're like, okay, if I take this path, then I'm gonna go there. If I go this path, then this next one. You know what I'm talking about? I've done that. You done that? Yeah, and it wastes okay. a lot of time. I learned. Interesting. <laughs> so I'm just I'm trying to stop that. I'm still in like the process of it because, especially with like UCSC, if I don't get it, I have like a bunch of backup plans already. Mm-hmm. So I've done that already in terms of what I want in case something ha- goes wrong. Yeah. I guess like you could have backup plans, but just don't stress out about things you can't control. That's cool. You know, I'd always I always admired you for having like a upbeat attitude and always like wanting to joke around. What do you mean by that? Like cuz you in friend <laughs> bad, but no, in like friend groups like whenever yeah. you hang out with people, you always like, you know, they got to make jokes or like yeah. they got to have fun and kind of just yeah, you make like serious decisions and then you also it's like a balance of both. Yeah. You know, for me like at least for the past year, I was just always serious. Yeah. I was just like, dude, this. <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, make a decision there, X, Y, and Z. But I think from our friendship, what I've learned was, like, not everything in life you have to, one, take to heart. Right? Like, you sometimes you got to just, like, go let life take its pace. And definitely not trying to control every aspect. Yeah. You know, a lot of people try to control things that they can't control, whether it's other people's opinions, whether it's, yeah, whether it's other people's opinions, other people, other people's lives, yeah. and somehow it has a weight on your life. I don't know if you, you ever noticed that, but like for some people, right? For example, if you did something, right, in your life, like, I don't know, you went to like Santa Cruz, right? And if I was super, damn. All right, guys, sorry about that. Um, the thing cut off because we are recording on my laptop right now, and um, it has like a 30-minute uh, limit. So it kind of cut off in our conversation. Um, what are you talking about? I think we were talking about college and the advice you'd give. But I think we, we could end it now, and we probably will. But the one thing that you want to leave off, anyone who's listening, any like any piece of advice, anything deep you want to share, a joke maybe, what would you, um, what would you share? Just don't burn yourself out on education and try to have more social connections because we're all human in the end. And social connections are nice. Nice. And do you have an Instagram, Sibs? I do have an Instagram. It's at S-I-B-B-Z-Z-S. So it's Sibs S. Nice, nice. Give him a follow, guys. Let him know how much you love him and his DDR skills. I think I'm going to name this title like DDR Master. <laughs> really? Nah, I'm not a master. In no <laughs> way. My DDR friends are master. so much better than I am at DDR. Dude, I, it's ridiculous. I have to watch you one day. But um, yeah, guys, thank you guys for tuning in for today's podcast. Um, you guys are amazing supporters. Whoever's listening, I know there's like an average of like 21 or 22 people listening. I don't know who they are, but thank you guys <laughs> for always listening, tuning in. Um, this week, yeah, we'll have Sibs posted this week, and then next week, another co-host. 
Um, but yeah, guys, if you guys want to stay tuned, I do have an Instagram page. No, it's the Pahes podcast, but on Instagram, it's at Vibe W Pahes. It's supposed to be Vibe with Pahes. Vibe W Pahes, you guys get updated um, weekly on my podcast. If you guys want to be a part of my podcast or part of the podcast community, um, please DM me on Instagram. Let me know if you guys want to be a part of it, share your stories. So yeah, hope you guys have an amazing week. Amazing day, and I'll see you all next time.